Okay, I think we've finally finished with the draft copy, so now if we can start recording for real. Uh, I wake up in a field with amnesia, and there's a tavern. Okay. Oh, you, you just, you know, do what feels right. <laughs> yeah, no worries. The amnesia trick works really well. It means we can always start again. That's true. <laughs> I didn't just uh, clump Elliot over the head and say, right, we're doing this all from the beginning. Um, all right. Hello, everyone. This is uh, this is one on one RPG. And I'm Tony from Two Copper Pieces. And I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear. Uh, not anyone else today. No, no Ichabod anymore. That's I already miss him. I'll be honest. At least someone does. At least someone oh. does. <laughs> And uh, yes, so this is uh, this is not um, an episode of One on One RPG Curse of Strahd because that is complete now. But this is a review, a recap, uh, look back at what was an epic campaign. Once an again, campaign if you epic proportions, sorry, if you haven't listened to it, don't listen to this episode, you mad person. Go back and listen to episode one. Mm. Yes, and then push through the early episodes until it gets really good. <laughs> And then it, it takes a bit of a dip, but then push through that bit, and then it gets good again. We promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's quite the roller coaster <laughs> of dips, <laughs> of troughs and peaks. No, I don't say so. I think it's pretty good all the way along. Consistent, some would say. Well, maybe I don't know about consistent. It goes through it goes through uh, ebbs and flows. I'd say, but I I enjoyed all of it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, thanks for listening. Uh, anyway, that's uh, yeah, that's bye. the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's uh, let's do this recap. But before we do the recap, oh, sorry. <laughs> before we do the recap, uh, let me uh, ask you a small talk question to <laughs> keep the keep the listeners engaged. I think this might be our last small talk question. I think we need to do a different bit in the next season. You want to do large talk questions? Yeah, big talk. It's time to do <laughs> big talk. We've we've done enough uh, pandering to the lowest common denominator. <laughs> Anyone? <Anyhow, laughs> stuck with us this long they must be uh supreme intellectuals and quite a big talk yeah <laughs> nice. well in any case uh the last small talk question is uh what is your uh beverage of choice when you wake up in the morning when i wake up in the morning yeah well uh interestingly enough i, I don't know how interesting but interestingly enough i don't care for tea or coffee uh so i never have those uh, i'd have to say orange juice is interesting enough to answer the question mm. so never never ever do i drink any coffee and only rarely like once every year maybe i will i have a cup of tea and i'll have it black no milk no sugar yeah i know that's what black means i don't know why i clarified uh how about yourself tony any any beverage of choice well you can have it black with sugar i think that'd still be black no yeah but i know i meant the milk bit yeah um yeah i, I it would be coffee for me I've got a little, uh, a little, I think it's salter coffee maker. There's no salt in there, fortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have a little milk frother and a little coffee that makes little tiny espressos. And I make myself a latte in the morning. I fill up my cup, my <laughs> transportable cup, and I go to work. We're it's the original, <laughs> original odd couple. <laughs> I think it works. It works because then I get to have all the coffee and you can have all of the uh, orange juice and get diabetes. <laughs> Yes, I say. You can have the heart conditions. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now, you can use that inspiration for whatever you like in this episode, my friend. <laughs> I actually didn't bring my dice. They're all over there on the shelf. 
Yeah, no worries. Um, if you enjoy this witty banter and um, you are very much and you're very much interested in listening to another season of One on One RPG, and you've got this far and you haven't actually subscribed, um, you should subscribe. But also leave us a review if you can. Tell other people about our podcast. Join our Discord channel. Follow us on social media. Uh, stuff like that. Stuff like that get in the comments in in the discord server because you know we really do read every single one of your comments <laughs> i think it's it's quite uh <laughs> slight delusions of grandeur for for you to think that our listeners wouldn't think we read every one of the comments no matter how many how long it takes we read every single one we don't always reply <laughs> no sometimes we just can't be bothered but we do see them eventually. Yeah. And we go laugh. We we laugh at the appropriate ones and we, we don't laugh at the inappropriate ones. I always reply. Okay. <laughs> Defending yourself. I do. I, I'm I'm quite active in there in the Discord. You are. I try to be I don't like to reply to all of them because then it feels like I'm uh trying to stick my two pence in where it doesn't belong sometimes. <laughs> for instance when people start talking about football i'm like okay <laughs> go nuts yeah there's so much football talk in this discord <laughs> anyway let's go on with the episode this is our recap episode we're going to have the format for this will be well we've got some things that we're going to cover as we recap and look back on the series and then in the second half of the show we're going to do a slew of uh listener questions um that uh, maybe we're not covered in the initial initial bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. And so now you're really excited for this. Uh, let's jump into some, shall I we? I am. I'm absolutely yeah. excited. I was talking to a listener, but as oh. long as you're, I'm glad you're excited as well. I think that helps. Uh, this is one of those rare times where I actually reply. So mm, nice. So let's just start with uh, the obvious one. What is? Uh, do you have a favourite moment? I, I, was, I was thinking top three, but have you got a top three? I've got a top three. It was ah. actually, I, I couldn't whittle it. I, I had a few more. Eh? It was hard to whittle down further. My mind just went blank. As soon as I typed top three to you in WhatsApp, uh, <laughs> I had to think of my own. I, was like, I may even get to a top one. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I think my favourite moment is the uh, Winter Splinter fights. Oh, right. Why is that? With, uh, I think it was the most cinematic of all the encounters we had. Not that mm. they all weren't quite cinematic in their own way. But yeah, the the Winter Splinter fights, uh, leaping, um, Misty stepping up into the jaws of Winter Splinter while Ezzy, played by Rack Rex, one of our rare one-on-two RPG moments, mm. just shot lightning bolts up at us. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> and, and then picture. somehow <laughs> Van Richten accidentally fell out of the mouth. Uh, no <laughs> one's to blame. Taking his last two, <laughs> 11 points of damage or whatever it was. That was a good moment, yeah. Um, I've got this. I'm just going to drop Van Ritt. <laughs> I thought he'd tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Um, so uh, if you do your next two, and then I'll, I'll, I've got a couple coming to mind. <laughs> so I'll, see, I'll, see what's, uh, I'll see what's left. Uh, okay. Second favorite moment. Uh, the dance training with Isaac. Mm. That was one of mine as well. Yeah. 
just uh, Ichabod taking a, a level of paladin and really coming into his own with the with the with the sunblade. But oh, I didn't see because I knew I was going to Isaac for uh, combat training. I didn't realize it was going to be fancy footwork, uh, <laughs> uh, dance training, uh, turn into an episode of Footloose. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that one as well. I think that was uh, that was quite a good one for the tone of the show. And uh, <laughs> also, like, Isek's not supposed to be you're not supposed to be friends with Isek in the book, really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, but as well at that point, they're just you're just meeting too many too many pricks, really. <laughs> so you need to have someone who's going to be especially in Velaki. That yeah. place sucks. Yeah, it did. At least you got Isek though. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's it. Because at first, Isek was a real prick, and I was like. I'm trying to be polite to you, man. Most uh, of it was a lie, I will admit, <laughs> but I was still trying to be polite. As well, because I, I I, mean, usually I don't plan many scenes out, but I had mm-hmm. put a, a reasonable amount of thought into how this might go. And mm. um, I uh, I was mainly, uh, before, like leading up to it, I was thinking, oh, what if he doesn't actually play ball? Because <laughs> 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 he's been a right... Uh, not the best uh friend to Ichabod up to now <laughs> so um if uh if he doesn't play ball then it which is it's a possibility then I would have put all of this effort in for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the few martial characters that I was actually aware of at the time mm. so I, my options were limited but yeah endeared me into him because before that he still had the same voice but it wasn't until the dance lesson that it really became is its own <laughs> yeah sort of vague shades of borat when i can remember how to do the voice mm. properly <laughs> classic classic is it and um, do you yep. have a third one i do go for it <laughs> my third favorite moment was uh well not moment but a, a session really the uh escape from Velaki after the Isaac on the pyre <laughs> what was your what, what did you like about that so much i was just so tense all the way through any any misstep or misty step <laughs> if you will allow the pun uh would have been my undoing because we were surrounded by guards and i know next session the session after you said oh the guards were just going to arrest us didn't feel like it at the time. Did I say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, Vlad said it to me. Oh, Vlad might have said it. Doesn't Vlad isn't my voice. Vlad is Vlad. Oh, sorry. Really? Oh. <laughs> forgot about that. I forgot we got that second actor in to play Vlad. <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't speak for me. Yeah. Is what I mean. Like, yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, because uh, during the re- uh, introspection, the, the session after where Vlad was like, you were just coming to arrest us. You didn't have to kill little Jimmy. He wasn't doing any threat to you. He was just loud and stupid. <laughs> yeah, he was torturing people to death. I, I stand by my decision to kill little Jimmy, frankly. Yeah, I mean, you've still got that completely wrong, but it's amazing how convinced you are of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're really over egging little Jimmy's involvement. <laughs> Is uh, <laughs> if if Isaac were still like Isaac did this as well, yeah, they had this before people locked in stocks and stuff. Yeah, not just, not just little Jimmy, not little Jimmy's. No, boy. no. Honestly, <laughs> though, if I could have got uh, if I could have gone back to Velaki afterwards, but I don't know if I'd for some reason got brain damage and wanted to go back to Velaki for a fourth time, <laughs> um, I would absolutely have tried to sneak in and assassinate the brothers Vukta because they 
they suck so much. Yeah, yeah. They were just the worst. <laughs> Why people? The, what, people voted for him, I assume, to become burgomasters. I don't think anyone voted for him. <laughs> oh, right, I see. It was that kind of... Uh, yeah, it's more of a power government. play. It was going to be Lady Vakta trying to gain... Like, she had, um, like, Strad's... Uh, support. Support, yeah. And in her absence, basically, they stepped into the power vacuum when the, the yeah. other burgomaster, who wasn't great either, was killed. Yeah. No, 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 I was never denying that he wasn't great, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. no, there were no, like you say, everyone's a prick in Balaki. <laughs> well, uh, in no particular order, I think my top three, I think maybe chronological order, I guess. The first, the first one is... Hello? Yeah. Uh, sorry, you just cut out for a second there. Oh, right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. No problem at all. Right. The um, the first one, I guess, in chronological order is uh, when Vlad, uh, in the first episode, when Vlad turned up at the tavern saying, <laughs> you stole my umbrella. <laughs> oh, that was a good moment. <laughs> was uh, That was a good, that was, I think the moment was good, but I also like it because um, that was really the birth of Vlad as an NPC. <laughs> because before that, uh, the first it's not like I'd planned out, Vlad. No, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, it just grew organically, and he became like he's in every episode, along with yeah. Ichabod. So it's um, true. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I think Vlad's a very popular character. So well, at the start, he wasn't. He wasn't even the healer. He was just some civilian that Ichabod was just carting <laughs> around with him. Yeah, some civilian with asthma, which uh, <laughs> yeah. never really came back. <laughs> which, mate, it, it maffles the mind. Why I thought I needed to bring this guy with me. Well, you were trying to um, you're trying to fob him off quite a lot in the first couple of episodes. At yeah, first, you were like like he turned up, and um, you were trying to avoid talking to him when you were trying like trying to drop the umbrella off. And the guy was like, "Why didn't you give it to him?" I'd yourself? stolen his umbrella and <laughs> trapped him in Barovia. Yeah, and then uh, he you needed someone to help carry the coffins, and um, you asked the barkeeper to get someone to I help you. I wanted anyone but Vlad. Anyone <laughs> yeah. but Vlad at that point. Sent Vlad along, and then yeah. you couldn't get rid of him from there because he went up and yeah, had shared it. moments and stuff. Yeah, um, that so that was a, a high point. Uh, another uh, another good moment uh, was when because I had it and now it's gone from my brain. I'm thinking about a different one. <laughs> um, I think that was quite a good moment. Not necessarily a happy moment, but um, a moment that I was quite pleased with was when you. Um, just for the pathos of it, I guess, is when uh, you encountered the, uh, the 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 vampire woman in the woods, uh, who oh yes, yeah, with, on the way uh, back from the lakes rescuing uh, Arabelle. Yeah, um, so that I, I quite liked how sad it was because that's kind of oh, out yeah. of character for everything else. Um, but obviously, it's like quite uh, probably quite harrowing as well. But the other. The reason I had mm. the encounter in there was to give you a chance to, like, you, I think you had the Sunblade by that point and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you should be able to kick some vampire butt now. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, first actual vampire I ever I ever killed. Mm. Before that, I they'd all just run away. Yeah. But also, despite getting the Sunblade, you're very reluctant to use it. <laughs> mm. Well, I also, at that point, had, like, three ally four allies, if I count Arabelle with me, and mm. I... I said to Vlad, who was the only one there I trusted, take Arabelle to safety. And then everyone else buggered off as well. And it was just <laughs> me one-on-one with a vampire. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. 
I mean, having an ally isn't the same as having someone that's going to want to fight a vampire. Well, there's a vampire there. She's going to chase us if we don't take care of her. Yeah, well, you're taking care of her. You're the chosen one, as you kept saying. That's how it goes. No one believed that but Ichabod. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was your chance to kill a vampire and you did it. So well done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One up on Van Richten. Yeah. And another moment. This isn't the moment that I had in mind, but that one's gone now. So I can't remember. (laughs) But the 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 my the one that I'm going to pick then is when um you uh sort of you were harassing or threatening Millervoy, the little boy who'd stolen the bones. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> you'd lured him out into the uh, the graveyard and he basically wet himself, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you let him go, and then Vlad like tackled him to the ground. <laughs> that was good. Good times. Oh. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so very heroic moments. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's our top threes. Uh, did you want to, or shall I just ask the next one? Do you have a lowest moment? Uh, yes. Lowest moment obviously immediately came to mind. The uh, Amber Temple when uh, he agreed, uh, Ichabod agreed to be Strahd's best man. Real... <laughs> Real punch to the gut for Ichabod. And I just really enjoyed the emotion of the scene later on. With Is Mark <laughs> still trying to be like, oh, I'm Ismark. I oh, let me prove it to you. And Ichabod <laughs> had just had enough. And I just grabbed him and swore in his face and threatened to disembowel him. Oh. And in the face of that, they still cont- maintained the ruse. Well... <laughs> for a little bit longer at least until Ichabod lured him out to the woods to murder him oh that's another one of my favourite moments in fact <laughs> just where is Mark cast sleep and there were the two dusk elves oh that was my other that, that was my other one <laughs> Ichabod has more health than him so he just put himself to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was funny it was a good time yeah <laughs> Nice. Uh, so was that your lowest moment or Ichabod's lowest moment? We said it was Ichabod's lowest moment. Or do you that think was absolutely Ichabod's lowest moment. Yeah. And uh, I think I'll, I'll say a lowest moment for Vlad. <laughs> Would mm-hmm. possibly be, uh, I mean, aside from getting lured into <laughs> lured into Barovia, um, his lowest moment would probably actually be um, when you uh, killed little Jimmy. He'd, uh, he'd, he'd broken something in Vlad at that moment, I think. Yeah, yeah, he'd seen Ichabod not as a the hero, the champion of the Raven Queen, but more as a more as a, a murderer. <laughs> Which exactly. again, we uh, Ichabod had some nice introspection after that to to reassess himself. Which it, again was one of the reasons why Ichabod started. Uh, Vlad was really Ichabod's conscience through this entire thing. Because uh, every time he was like, I'm going to murder a lot of people right now. And then he looks over at Vlad and his puppy dog eyes are like, oh, oh, no, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be good. I'm going to be a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was uh, trying to be the hero that Vlad thought he was already. <laughs> yeah, indeed. They had a good bromance in the end. Oh, absolutely. One of my favourites. In the end, I think it it didn't take long for it to blossom. No. (laughs) Vlad was one of the few people who actually kept saying nice things about Ichabod. That's why Ichabod was so like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) 
Nice. Um, all right. So what about, uh, is there any, any moment that happens mm-hmm. that you would have liked to change or have changed? Um, I would have liked to. <sighs> I know it's going to sound quite weird. I would have liked to have fought Babala Saga. Mm. Yeah. Because she turned up at the end. I had one spell slot left. I had 20 HP, which was almost my maximum at that point, thanks to all the blood sucking. I still had all my allies. So I, I think I would steal it within a good whack if, if she did kick off. Um, and it, I, I just think at that point, it would have just been such a... I, I liked the drama of it, I liked the tension. And it would have been such a close fight, I think, that it really would have, at that point, like, allies would have died... Uh, Ichabod maybe would have died, uh, but uh, Ezzy probably would have done it. She was she was uh, she was epic. But uh, we we had the we had the wish blade if, if if something did go wrong to bring some of us back. Yeah, but, that's true. I mean, unless you're all dead. No, that's also true. <laughs> well, Ichabod with his last breath would have made the wish. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I wish but, for a black tea. Yeah, just yeah, that was really gruesome when. <laughs> Sometimes you get really gruesome with your depictions just when like she latticed Ismark through the portcullis. Yeah. I wanted it to be shocking at that moment. It was absolutely shocking. Yeah. And make it seem like something serious is happening and also like, what is going on? And then mm. there she is. And you're like, oh. <laughs> um, so uh, just uh, just in case, just to give you a bit of perspective about um, fighting Babala Saga, do you want to hear some stuff about her character sheet? Oh, yes, please. I do have some more like behind-the-scenes questions I'd like to ask you about yeah. the adventure we just ran. But, yeah, start with Babala Saga. We could do that a bit later, but since we're talking about Babala Saga. Mm-hmm. Um, so her armor class is 15, so not okay. uh, not super high. Um, mm-hmm. Hit points, uh, as standard, is 120. That's 1d6, or 16d8 plus 48. So 120 is what it says on the on the stat block. Mm-hmm. Um, She's got wisdom save of plus 7. Um she can shape change she can polymorph into flies if she wants to so she can go in and out of tiny gaps um <laughs> she uh has uh let's see she's protected by non-detection spells so you couldn't use divination magic to find her um, not that and, i had any but yeah i understand yeah. now the big one the big thing about her is her spell casting abilities so mm-hmm. D- her spell save dc is 17 which is on the high fairly high yeah um, plus nine to hit with spell attacks so she's going to be hitting a lot with her spell but maybe not with you because you had the 20 but then a lot of them aren't to hit anyway so uh yeah see. then the spells uh the eighth level i'm not going to say all the spells but the strongest spell she's got is power word stun um she's also no, that got, would have that would have wiped a lot of people out she's also got finger of death um Ooh. At that point, I think that would have uh, a lot of you would have. <laughs> yeah, with that stun with... one uh, finger word, a couple of ones could come back as zombies. Did you have legendary actions as well? Uh, I don't think she had legendary. No, yeah, no legendary actions. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, Mirage Arcane. I don't know what that is. Uh, true seeing, programmed illusion. Don't know what that is. But she also got cloud kill. Uh, I think that would have taken out everyone if she'd done it. Yeah. Yeah. Fireball. And you know she could do that eighth level, so that could have wiped <laughs> yeah. everyone out. Well, there's that. Um, there's that. I don't want to say famous meme, but well-known meme, which was uh, the wiz- the wizard saying, "I didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast fireball." 
<laughs> yeah, precisely. So I probably wouldn't have had a cast fireball because that wouldn't be <laughs> super thematic, but uh, maybe cloud kill. But then to be fair, um, only if things got really desperate. I think, yep. <laughs> I think uh, I tend to have, like if you're all at full strength, maybe would have had a bit of a fight, but I didn't like, yeah. Uh, I have some dials on the hands on the dials and some yeah. ways out. I try and have some ways out anyway, just to keep things uh, ticking along. Um, but yeah, she had reason not to necessarily kill everyone. She's not just a, I just kill everyone I see sort of person necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's more manipulative. Um, Old Nana La Saga, as we used to call her when Ichabod was young. Yeah. Yeah. And you are, you know, she's got, some connection and affection for Ichabod, maybe. Wow, that is a surprise. I thought she hated me. Oh, I think she think stoked that? stoked my brother to again not my brother anymore. Uh, stroke, stroked, stoked, stroked <laughs> to uh, to attack uh, to track Ichabod any chance he got because he was weak and the Strad was strong. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, let me see. I think uh, moments I'd like to change. I don't know if there's any specific moment. I'd like to change as such, but um, there are just there are quite a lot of times where I'd given you like a few choices and um, not a lot of times. I think early on, there are a few times where I'd given you a few choices yeah. and you just you would see it seemed like you took the latest option. <laughs> so like you'd be going really? to do something and then um, something else would come up and then you just go and do that instead or something. Yeah. Like that. So um, and then. Uh, that's that's something I've just noticed that happens a lot with campaigns. I try and give options so um, that everyone's got a choice. But then the players think, oh, we'll do everything. I'll just do this one first. Then we'll go back and do the other one. Yeah, and... that was a real, uh, that was one of the things I've written in Things to Change is complete more side quests. <laughs> hmm. I think the side quests, there's a lot to, there's a lot that we've skipped out. Or yeah. not skipped out, but there's a lot that was there that we didn't end up doing. But that's so. that's nice. That's the good thing about a campaign. If you want to revisit it, play it, replay it with different characters, mm. there's there's more there to do. You don't want to do everything in one go because then you're like, oh, well, that's that done and I'm never going to play that again. Yeah, that's true. But then if you play it long enough to do literally everything, maybe that's enough. <laughs> yeah, then you're, you're definitely bored of it and you don't want to play it again for like a decade. Yeah. But there's always going to be more campaigns as well, mm. so there's mm. not necessarily need to. Uh, yeah, the most uh, usually I tried to take the the most time pressing one. For instance, when we were leaving Velaki the first time, and we were going to get the cure for Adrian, and then the Raven Queen was like, "Nope, stop doing that. Go back and t fight Winter Splinter." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that was supposed to be a bit of a dilemma for Ichabod, and I think it was. So, oh no it was his dilemma for me as well yeah yeah, I, yeah. Uh, sorry not to get away from it i thought of another favorite moment all of my favorite moments just any interaction with dimitri <laughs> how much the marketers love that boy how much ichabod hated his cuts <laughs> well vlad hated him even more oh absolutely my goodness yeah. i don't know why <laughs> it was clear ichabod didn't like him either but vlad for some reason was like i'm too jealous of this man he's gonna steal ichabod from me <laughs> um all right was there anything anything that happened that you predicted would happen like when it was revealed you like i knew that was going to happen did anything like that come to mind no not really uh most of my guesses like were complete the only thing i'd say is obviously fake is mark but that was so obvious right from the very beginning uh 
no uh everything like even Isaac not being a jerk uh Blinksy uh being on my side that didn't come out the lackey being a nice place to go to that didn't work out hmm. Hmm. yeah I think um for me as well if I'm trying to predict what you're going to do hmm. I think uh it didn't really come to fruition very often I mean like I could I mean like when you told me what you're going to do because obviously we have the chats and uh, mm. helps me sort of know <laughs> just, where you're going. Yeah. Just to clarify, he doesn't tell me what he's going to do. <laughs> I just say to Tony, because you should do this. If you don't already do this as a player, do it. Tell your dungeon master what you think, what your character is probably going to do next session, because it helps them plan and it lets you have a better session. <laughs> rather than just coming completely out of left field and the, uh, the DM just having to scramble wildly for a combat or something. I think, yeah, I think the reason people don't like to do that is they're worried that their DM's going to use it against them or something. Yeah, it's, I understand it, but it's not a case of player versus DM. It's a group. Yeah, I know. It shouldn't be. Sometimes it is. Some people are jerks. Get a better DM. Just don't play with those DMs. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's easier said than said than done when that, that's your only group. And they, yeah, <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, so, Anyway, let's move on from predictions. So I think I didn't really predict anything specific, and I didn't. No, right. yeah, it's. I I had one more thing that I would like to change. If you want to oh, go yeah. back to that, go for which it. Which DM Scotty had such a cool character. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so interesting, and it was literally just we walked around, found a statue that took up <laughs> most of the session and then spent a lot of time talking to Exothander who didn't remember his own name. It was a funny bit, uh, but I wish we'd like, there would have been a bit more combat or something for him to do. I, I, yeah, I, I said that to him as well. I was like, I'm sorry you didn't get to fight anything. <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's, he had a really powerful wizard. He's ba playing basically Morden Kanan as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, that was Morden Kanan. It's supposed to be. It's based on him. Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's so the session been... before I fought all the amber go golems and got my ass kicked. The <laughs> session after I didn't fight Strahd because I would have got my ass kicked. Would be really nice to have a powerful wizard with me at one point. It would have been, and it just yeah. didn't. It didn't. Yeah, play out just that way. just the, um, the luck of the uh, the cut of the draw there wasn't yeah. with me. So it was really, uh, really a fun. It was really fun to play with him. Oh um, yeah, no, both our guest guests have been absolutely phenomenal. And uh, so, anything, anything noteworthy that surprised you that you weren't expecting that to happen, and uh, it happened. So it's the opposite to the predicted one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, obvious. The first, again, obvious one came straight to mind: dying the second time. <laughs> what by the wolves <clears throat> against the wolves? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went back and re-listened to it. I was like, oh, you... I know you said it was an easy encounter, but five wolves again. I know there were four of us, but at that point, Vlad was a non-combatant, so he wasn't really doing anything. Uh, well, you just crit on me, and then I had four wolves getting combat advantage. There, there were a couple of factors. Um, we, we Before that, uh, be uh, at that time, you were going to be running the combat for all of your allies yeah and yeah. uh you hadn't set up the sidekicks in correctly the yeah I no i just taken two npc yeah. stat blocks yeah. rather than sidekick stat blocks whereas they were supposed to be like equivalent level to you and stuff mm. like that so then the 
encounter was sort of based on your level. <clears throat> um, Vlad wasn't really supposed to be any sort of combatant at the time. But yep. then that's when you died and then came back and we had the Raven Queen make him a... <laughs> the very <laughs> first combat as well. Yeah. Um, so that I, was... I, Sorry, go on. You just rolled so well, like you do every rolled time well, against yeah. me. But I'm also... I'm not, let's not hide from the fact that you had just one... Oh, yeah, no. I made bad tactical <laughs> decisions. Yeah, let's... I will not <laughs> deny that. Yeah. I think if you had uh, been a bit more tactical in your approach rather than just marching out, you would have fared yeah. a lot better. Well, but then that was a Ichabod lesson. Was, Ichabod yeah, Ichabod was a very arrogant character and he had to learn his lesson. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He, I don't know if he really learned his lesson, but it, the lesson was definitely delivered. <laughs> well, Adrian was certainly a voice of reason there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else that was uh, anything else that was surprising? Any uh, other moments where you're like, whoa. I didn't make <laughs> that. Well, that. Uh, um, no, not really. Everything was. Well, there was a few uh, nice aha moments, but there was no point. Where it was like, bloody hell, what happened there? <laughs> yeah, and um, for me, something that was quite surprising was when the uh, <laughs> when the ball of fire in Velaki um, had crushed that random guard and. Ichabod, Lars, decided, yeah. yeah, Lars, and Ichabod decided to just misty step into the fire <laughs> to try and help him out. That was that was his first step towards being a paladin. I'll be honest. Yeah, that was very, uh, very uh, selfless. That moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd not seen him do anything like that before, so that's why it took me self guard. Like, yeah, <laughs> did not see that coming. <laughs> you basically stepped into a fireball so that's going to be 8d6 damage okay yeah that's fine and then just just get in the fountain get in the fountain put ourselves out <laughs> all right um so should we start going through listener questions and then if there's anything you still want to anything we don't feel we've covered at the end of that we can sort of round off at the end is that well, right can i just one like behind the scenes question if if we can from me to you before we if get it. there the scene in Velaki with Isaac on the cross. Yeah. Who was that on the cross? Oh, that was uh, that was a Barovian witch. Oh, it was just another witch, was it? Yeah. I, I mean... thought it was Strahd, I'll be honest, for the longest time. No, no. No, it's just a it's just a ruse um, conducted by the... But the Barovian witches all work for Strahd, basically. Yeah. But no, I thought it physically was Strahd, and he was about to like hop down and do something to me, but... They're still, still such a pain. Oh, and I, I feel so, I fell for it so badly. <laughs> well, it looked very convincing. Mm. Mm. Cool. All right. Uh, you got some listener questions ready? I do have some listener questions ready. Okay. Go on then. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's check the first one. Uh, would you like to revisit any prior listener question from the season to change your answer? Hmm. Who's, who asked that one? I was about to say, should I list the names again? Yeah, uh, yeah, Meredith sorry. over at Scattered Terrain. Oh, well, there's a good question. Well done, Meredith. I liked it. It was one of the the more precise questions. You get a lot of wordy questions, a lot of vague, you know, let me do a bit of setup here. It was straight to the point and we knew what she wanted. Yeah. Anyway, what was the next question? <laughs> no, Let's answer the question. Sorry. Sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> Would you like to revisit any prior listener question from the season to change your answer? Uh, 
And prayer, mm, that is a good question. Do you have an answer? Uh, well, my answer would be no. I stand wholeheartedly to any anything I've ever said on this podcast. 100% behind it. Quote me on it anytime you see me on the street. And I will go, yes, absolutely. About uh, favourite NPC. Someone asked about favourite NPC at one point. I oh, yeah, remember. I do remember that. I You said Vlad, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I you think, said Queenie. I think I said Queenie, which both good answers. Uh, between the two, There's a re- it was really a, a, a not a gnat's breath between it. I, I love both of them. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think I'd change it. I think still Vlad, because uh, my favourite. Mm. Favorite character, easily. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't think there's anything I want to revisit either. To be fair, um, or or re uh, rethink my answer. Um, next question. Next question. Uh, is uh, this one from Opgoes Twenty One uh, from Jesse? Uh, is there anything you think you'll do different for next season? Ooh, that's a good question. Next question. Mm. No joke. No, uh, <laughs> we're not going to do that every time. Um, yeah, I think we're going to. Um, we we haven't decided on a campaign yet, but we're planning on uh, doing using a different system to run a D and D campaign. It was, right because it's, right it's called one on one RPG, not one on one D and D. So yeah. we want to get other RPGs in. Yeah, but I kind of want to stick with the D and D campaign for now because mm. um, part of the reason for doing this is I thought it's it's quite useful for DMs who want to run campaigns to be able to have something to listen to to help yeah. them get to grips with the campaign or whatever. Um at least as a starting point. So um yeah, that's my feeling about that. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? I think we'd said about easy D six probably. Yeah, yeah. Um give it a go. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is, is there anything I would change for next season? Oh. Oh, we're doing we... big talk instead of small talk. Oh yeah, uh, changing, changing, change. I'm changing, changing my character's name every episode because that <laughs> gave, became a lot of work to try and find a name I hadn't already used. <laughs> yeah, change his favorite color. <laughs> yeah, change his first name every session this time. <laughs> change, oh, just change his favorite number and start mm. at one and work your way up. <laughs> or her could be a, could be a she that's true that's true i did i, I have played a female character in the past and mm. um, yeah we're also going to change like the all of the npcs <laughs> and stuff yeah, like that's that. true all the npcs uh i'll tell you what i'm going to change i'm going to change my dice oh yeah <laughs> see if you that get helps some, get some dice that have 20s on them and really <laughs> get, yeah get ones that have the true. high numbers not just the not just the the, the, the fours half. and fives, yeah. Yeah, that'll be helpful. Uh, cool. Uh, next question. Uh, Opera Ghost Twenty One again says, "If you went back in time and did this season all over again, is there anything you would change?" Kind of a follow up from last question, which is why I've followed it up with it. All right. If we did the whole season over again, mm-hmm. um, I think I would change uh, the. I, I might just go back and maybe put a little bit more time into the. Uh, opening tavern uh scene not not scene but i'll just maybe have a bit more thought about the npcs that i put there um 
just as a good way to kick off the show. I wasn't that bothered about it because I knew we weren't ever going back there again. <laughs> well, we did end up going back there. Yeah, I enjoyed you talking about how bland and background all the characters, the NPCs <laughs> were, and they looked like they had nothing to say to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. That's my um, high quality railroading. Mm. <laughs> yep, you knew exactly what you needed to to, to do yep. to keep things moving along. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, and I'm also appreciative of appreciative of um the fact that you didn't try and talk to them anyway because we've had we've got some players that we play with that would still try and talk to them even though i've said you definitely don't need to talk to them yeah <laughs> and i think sometimes not even just to mess with me but just because they think i'm lying and there must be something really good about them and that's why i'm <laughs> trying to tell you not to look at them <laughs> yeah let me uh let me busk or something to try and get money out of all these random how many npcs are there <laughs> yeah. i walk around with a hat how much money will i get <laughs> I said, like, I don't know. Roll a dice and let me know. <laughs> Go and do this on mm. your own and tell me what happened. <laughs> yeah. And um, who could we be talking about? No. Um. Right. Uh. Did you have something you would do do differently? Uh, something we'd do differently. I liked the fact we switched over to the way we ra- started running the uh, background characters, the NPCs. Sorry, not the background characters. Yeah, the NPCs combat in combat. Yeah, I wish we'd started doing that from the beginning because <clears throat> yeah. obviously. Uh, playing on your own uh, it would give the DM... It, I'm not really playing... What, it's not really one-on-one RPG if it's... We're playing more of a, like a, a Warhammer-type game. This is my group of guys. That's your group of guys. Yeah. Now let's let's play. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of lost that Ichabod was my character. Uh, so I'm glad we f- switched into that. Um, yeah. Don't yeah. think anything else. Yeah. No, so I agree with that. And I think um the the reason I wanted you to control the your allies in combat is just mm. to make it a kind of me versus you thing. Yeah. And you Otherwise it it's it's oh, this is my turn and then and I forty five minutes later. Turns, yeah. yeah, it's my turn again. Um but uh yeah, I think it was it was definitely better for you to focus just on Ichabod and um, us not to worry too much about the other characters just to sort of describe what's going on. Mm. And it made it a bit more, I think it helped make the combat a bit more cinematic rather than uh, procedural at that point because it did feel a bit like, now it's yeah. let's do that turn, etc. And then trying to remember what each character could do is a bit tricky sometimes when you you're really focus on your own character and what they might do. No, then, that's it I'm trying to remember everyone's skill set and etc yeah. etc i think also i imagined that you would just take the side characters and the the idea would be you take those side characters and you run them optimally but then you're trying to role play all of the characters instead of just run them as combat characters as well. yeah yeah so, um yeah i think it works better the way we end up doing it so stick with that um mm. did you want to add something else to that or we got we're we going to the next question um uh, no i think that's uh that was it <laughs> i can't think of anything from a, a player perspective i'd, I'd change because uh, obviously at this beginning i didn't know anything mm. uh whilst i had uh, as previously mentioned in a listener question uh, i think it was a listener question that i myself asked <laughs> uh <clears throat> well yeah i had listened to uh the dice camera action play curse of strad i'd not played it or run it myself so it was one of these famous modules that i'd always heard people raving about and how much they loved it and yeah now that i've played it i can actually see why it's a lot of people's favorite 
It is a very good module. It's probably mm. the best written overall um, of the. It, of the it's because it's contained. One. It's yeah. a contained story. There are still side quests here. Uh, things like ty- uh, Storm Giants, Thunder, and uh, Tyranny of Dragons. Uh, they, I know, they the sandbox was popular, and so they lent into that heavily. But it's too big. No, but Tyranny of Dragons isn't a sandbox. It's just, a, it not... it's just a straight line. Which was like. the which was the one that was the sandbox? Was I thought one of them was a sandbox. Duncan, I, I mean, it's kind of sandboxy, but not really. It's like, um, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, Storm King Thunder's a sandbox, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the the one with the demons, not demons, the one the sent into Avernus. No, the one with that's devils. The one with um, <laughs> the, the how racist of me. I'm so princes, sorry. Princes of the Apocalypse is what I yeah. mean. Um, oh yeah yeah the one with the elementals that's the one uh that sandboxy but that, i mm. didn't mind that one actually but it just got a bit boring after a while because it just became going into loads of dungeons um but uh what what was the question <laughs> <laughs> uh anything you would change oh, and why that one was so popular oh, yeah, yeah. it was contained, because story. contained. Yeah. i mean it is contained but it, it is a sandbox it's just a little bit smaller and yeah i mean also... that's why water deep dragon heist was one of my favorite is because that whilst theoretically if you wanted to you could with your party leave water deep mm. there's no reason to so because everything's in water deep that you're trying to do and if yeah. to go into that campaign you've come in with a character who'd be like i want to leave water deep you've designed the wrong character for this campaign yeah yeah certainly um i think as well they've just in this book they've got the balance uh, for me they've got the perfect balance of like uh text box stuff where i can just mm. read that bit and it kind of sets everything up and um a bit of uh freedom to change it and they've got in like in each town or wherever you go they've got some events which you can kind of launch when you think the moment is right so that sort of is a really handy tool to have yeah yeah uh, but the events are linked to the story or at least the uh the law of the place or something like that so yeah absolutely they're not like a non complete non sequitur yeah, it's not just a random encounter mm. with some goblins or something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that sort of thing, I think, makes it work really well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Uh, and, sorry, coming back to my last point, if you design a character by thinking what class you'd like to play and then not really thinking about how they would be involved in the, the campaign that you're about to enter, that's why Dungeon Masters have to keep returning to, oh, you all meet in a tavern, because you've not given them anything else if the dungeon master does that it's your fault as a player i'm blaming you if if you know if that's a problem for you i don't know if that's a problem for everyone no it's a problem (laughs) tony some people are happy to play that way and that's no i am (laughs) certainly um but uh it depends what your what the purpose of the campaign is sometimes like because also if they're not giving you uh more maybe they don't want you to have more oh that's true i guess um but still um What's the next question? Let's move on. Next question. Uh, what are you hoping for the next season will bring as far as system setting or module? Uh, so we talked about one-on-one RPG. Um, what's uh, have we have we kind of settled on a module? I can't remember. <laughs> Not really. I we we have a few in mind. Uh, I, I last I heard you were still like asking the the fan base. Uh, if they had any uh, recommendations or suggestions that they would like to see us play. Um, but secretly, obviously the secret cabal of uh, billionaires who re- fund one-on-one RPG have already chosen. So your vote doesn't matter, but please do give us your feedback still. Um, 
But <clears throat> uh, what I'm hoping for, like again, uh, a, a contained world. Um, I, 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 although I, I know uh, one of the listener questions, uh, you did mention that you were interested in Spelljammer. And I I love a bit of uh, sci-fi, me a little bit of steampunk, or a little bit of a uh, little bit of random techno. Uh, Artificer is uh, one of my favourite classes that I never get to play because I always end up playing warlock or sorcerer. Although I never get to play sorcerer as much as I like. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, which I so I'd be really interested to play Spelljammer, so, but I I don't know anything about the campaign. Mm. Yeah, I don't know very much about the campaign. I've got it, and I haven't read much of it. Mm. Um, I've I've heard a lot of bad things about it, so uh, <laughs> I'm uh, trying to fix it. But, um... I heard the ship to ship combat was was terrible, um, but aside from that, I, not really. As I that was about it for bad things. Yeah, I think for me, like uh, they, from what I've heard, they've had some starter sort of bits that just don't match up with what then happened or it's not so much that like uh it kind of expects you to start off in the Faerun but the new races are space races that don't exist in Faerun so then it makes no why you yeah absolutely and so that sort of thing is not very elegantly done and yeah coming back to my last point meet in a tavern randomly yeah but also the um, event, like most most players or a lot of players will want to play the new thing. And that's uh, oh, absolutely with and, good cause. Yeah. But then it just doesn't support that properly. So you have to do the work yourself. And mm. when you're buying a book, I'm not a big fan of extra things that you have to do yourself when you already have to do a lot of stuff yourself anyway. Yeah. And um, the book's supposed to help you rather than anything else. Um, but yeah. Uh, so thinking maybe uh, Tomb of Annihilation mm. or something else. <laughs> uh, just to throw uh, some uh, not unconsidered options into the mix, mm. uh, I wouldn't mind playing uh, Tales from Radiant Citadel or Tales from Candlekeep or Keys to the Vault or one of those kind of anthrop- uh, anthropology, is it? Anthology, sorry, <laughs> anthropology. Anthology adventures mm. where uh, it's a little bit more episodic, uh, but again, each story is on it of its own, and but very loosely linked to just a location or yeah, at least uh, they have this, the same setting but different things mm, going on so yes that's, that's something we could have a look at certainly nice uh next question uh next sorry i was so caught up in that question i uh i didn't have another one uh give me two seconds uh were there any topics you felt wound up being too large for small talk <laughs> that that question supposes that i put a lot of thought into the small talk questions mm. Um, well, there was a follow-up question, which was, was there any question you didn't get, small talk question, you didn't get around to asking? Uh, well, um, there's a whole list of things on online that I occasionally referred to, but I didn't look any further than the next question that I found that I liked. So um, <laughs> once I found a question, I was like, that's it, close the tab. <laughs> and then yeah. I come back to it later to see if I could find another one. Um, there, was a, but... there was a spell where I had... I was able to come up with lots of questions about really small things, but then I started running yeah. out of those. Um, yeah. So, so Same yeah, with could... me and vampire hunter names. <laughs> I, I've actually got to do research into these now because I've run out of my, the ones I actually know. Yeah. So I don't think there's a case of uh, stones left unturned here. Mm. It's more of running out of stones to turn over. Um, so uh, yeah, there's nothing that I didn't, that I wanted to ask. that I didn't get a chance to ask. Uh, um, 
Yeah. I think uh, that's a bit of it. I've got. Uh, I'll throw. I'll throw one more into the mix. That's nothing to do with anything. Uh, what's your What's your favourite race slash species to play? Uh, it's quite boringly probably human. Uh, do you like to do standard array, or do you like to do uh, the feet human? I like to do the feet human, um, because uh, yeah, you just get to pick, get a bit more optimization over it. Mm. And also, uh, when I make a character, I tend to go human because it's just more relatable to me, I guess. Um, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to playing other races as well, but I just, mm. like, I don't really think of the race very much. I just think of a character, and then usually that character is human. <laughs> mm. so when I, when I, they kind of crystallize, um, and sometimes I'll, uh, because like, uh, my well, like I had uh, Comrade Whitesmith, the paladin. He was yeah. he was human. Charlie Atlas, he was human. Hunter um, Huntsman, he was human. Yeah, yeah. So just I make a weird character, but not necessarily based on their species or anything. Not mm. weird, but you know uh, what I find interesting. Um, and it usually kind of starts off as a caricature or whatever. Niles, uh, Miles O'Brien or whatever his name was. Niles O'Ryan or Niles O'Ryan. That's the one. Um, <laughs> completely original character. Yeah, not not copied off of anything, but it was during a space themed uh, TND uh, campaign. Yeah, maybe we could put the link to the uh, YouTube videos in the description because no, I, I could, I could my animation YouTube videos. Yeah, and um, yeah, how about you? Do you have a favourite species or race? I always liked Janassi. I, I liked the old uh, fire, earth, water, wind element to them. I thought that added a nice bit of flavour. You know me, I like a little bit of. Back, uh, free backstory sprinkled in as well. I always thought those were very interesting characters, and I like the fact they come with uh, features. Yeah, fair enough. Um, a bit of a nod to uh, the Githzerai, not Githzerai, Githyanki, because mm. um, my favourite non-human character that I've made was uh, Randar the Barbarian, um, <laughs> who was a Githyanki. Mm. In fact, I Yankee Panky. Hmm. If I can avoid it, I generally try to avoid playing human because I, I don't want to. Because like you, I if if <laughs> I would just do human for everything because it's just easier. Uh, but I, the only reason I went human this campaign is uh, well, I say human. He was he was technically reborn, but we very rarely used any of the reborn features for him except for the fact he didn't eat. I didn't need to eat. They've got kind of uh, war-forged kind of stat blocks because they're meant to be zombie-type people. Yeah. Uh, the, the only reason I went with uh, that because I, I thought it would give Tony a way to link me into the campaign because originally I didn't... It wasn't anything discussed between us that I was going to be Sergei. I just said maybe I'll be a, a, a Barovian guard or something uh, who has amnesia and the Raven Queen sending me back in. Yeah, nice. That was a good choice. Because mm. uh, Barovia is very humanoid. Oh, human, I should yeah. say, not humanoid. Um, yeah. You get werewolves, uh, but they're human, really. You get yeah. vampires, but they're human, really. You get Bear like, ravens, but they're humans, really. <laughs> raven, uh, raven kind, yeah. Uh, so a lot of lycanthropes that were originally human and uh, mm. like other things like zombies and stuff like that that have like come back to yeah. life but, but they were humans well, so yeah even in the uh the multicultural cities like uh water deep and neverwinter it's it's something still like 90 percent human 
10% rest of the population and then like 0.001% possibly tiefling or other unknown race, uncommon races like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So the fact that these uncommon races pop up everywhere in your campaign is just lucky for you, I guess. Yeah, but also, you know, do what you want. And, yeah, um, oh, absolutely. I don't think it's a great thing that it's uh, mostly human. I think for Barovia, it makes sense for the setting. It feels, no, it feels more right. you got dust. Agreed, agreed. But, uh, I'm not yeah. saying that's the way to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, but mm. I think, you know, a lot. most most people want when most people want to play something a bit outlandish. Uh, so um, mm. it's a bit uh, it's a bit strange that they'll make their setting have mostly humans and just a, a small number of uh, non-humans. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. It doesn't really carry through that way when people actually run it, I think. So, yeah, yeah no. It is. Um, As it should. Uh, each game should be unique to the people playing it. Yeah. Do you know how many questions we've got, roughly? We should probably do... Uh, Enough. <laughs> yeah, well, we should probably do maybe one more, and then if there's anything else you want to ask, and then if if we've got loads more, maybe we'll do a, like a bonus one. Because <laughs> This was the bonus one. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a bonus bonus one. <laughs> this is more like a... Uh, uh, just a week off. Mm. <laughs> um, all right. So pick one. Do you want to pick one more, and then anything you want to ask before we finish, and we'll call it a day. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, at what is a good one from the Bruce? At uh, what moment were things closest to going off the rails? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think. There was a point where uh, there are a couple of points where things could have kind of gone off the rails. Mm. Like uh, when you, from my perspective, when you were like, I'm going to go straight to Castle Ravenloft <laughs> and you were like level two or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, this isn't going to be a long campaign. <laughs> You're um, like, no, no, no. It's much further away than you think it is. I got, oh, <laughs> fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> or there was other times where like, um, you might have uh, gone along with the Magpie Queen. I don't think mm. that would have really taken you off the rails, but it would have um, skewed the um, skewed the tone of everything. Maybe I think. Sorry to cut. I think the inclusion of the Raven Queen, uh, the Magpie Queen, because it hadn't even occurred to Ichabod that sort of thing. But you were like, yeah, she steals shiny objects. Uh, <laughs> she grants you all the same powers. She's a bit flighty. But, yeah, these are all things Ichabod does. My goodness, he's, she's perfect for him. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's something else that could have come back a bit more. But uh, mm. th- one of the one of the threads that just didn't uh, end up going anywhere. Really. Well, there was the little callback when we met up with Ismark again with Kingy. Yeah. The foot <laughs> so much <laughs> when Kingy came out and it was full, fully fleshed. <laughs> like that's not how this works, you bastard. <laughs> well, Kingy hadn't been killed yet. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's any summoning. It's not meant to be killed ones. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um but yeah never mind mm. um and there was one i think also for me when you killed little jimmy i was like this is getting a bit <laughs> i'm no, not sure yeah. this is going the right way <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm glad that uh lad had some sort of influence on your feelings or, or absolutely feelings about things any time vlad was in danger that was the moment things were closest to going off the rails for <laughs> Ichabod. Because if anything had happened to Vlad, that's it. Ichabod would have just gone full Punisher. 
<laughs> full eyes are murdering everyone if you've done anything wrong at all even if it was just cross the street without looking you're going down <laughs> i think that's fair enough i think uh, that it would have been uh, quite hard to take for the listeners as well to some extent yeah absolutely yeah cool all right uh, is there anything you want to ask and maybe we'll just run through those other questions in another in another one <laughs> at some point when we can <laughs> Oh, me. Uh, what else was there? I, I had so many earlier and I didn't write them down for some reason. You wanted to ask about things that we didn't um, end up covering and stuff like that. Like uh, I wanted to ask. They're gone. Yes, yes, I know. Um, oh, uh, I don't care about the hags. Yeah. Oh, that so... would have been just go there and fight them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but do you what? want to know what you would have found there? Uh, oh no! It's it's save it for me for next time we play. But <laughs> is Mark fake? Is Mark? You said you said to oh, me when we were it. recording that he lasted much longer than you thought he would. Yeah. What do you think would was going to happen after you gave me grief about killing little Jimmy? <laughs> did you really think I was about to just murder an unarmed Ismark? Oh, sorry, unarmed person claiming to be Ismark. Didn't know if you're going to murder them. I thought you might like interrogate them or like like force like really force them into it, but you just kept saying you're not Ismark, and they just kept saying yes, I am. <laughs> well, that's why I wasn't going to torture him. I thought I wouldn't get any better answers out of them. I thought oh, I'm just Ismark. I don't know what you want me to say. But then you've got someone that's uh, you've also got someone who uh, like is clearly there just to spy on you, and you're just letting them follow you around. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. And. Uh, Although I... well, we had the horses still at that point, which I later found out was a bad move. And also, yes, I gave you grief about little Jimmy, but the people that are deliberately spying on you on behalf of Strad are, act... <laughs> in my opinion, perhaps yeah. a bit more ripe for attack than the guy who's just trying to do his job, <laughs> who was a bit of a prick, but yeah. uh, not really the main problem in the place. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't think you'd uh, be that fussed about hurting uh, an, a, an evil spy that was just following you around. I've, I've got one for you. Um, yep. Are there any side quests that you thought I would go for, but I didn't? Um, I can't remember. Like, I know you, you didn't end only. I think you sort of went for all of them, but you just didn't end up completing them. Like, uh, yeah. the, there's the one from Kresk and you didn't really want to go back there. Um, yep. Uh, but it was there as an option and you were kind of doing it um oh yeah the the wedding dress i'd forgotten all about that there's the wedding dress there's also the the son of the burgomaster who Mm. you might have rescued from the hags as well um oh yeah no i forgot about him as well i feel bad (laughs) Um, the soulless we didn't really get too far into the soulless except to describe what they were and i was like that's a bit too dark for me. I don't like this. I'm not mm. pushing that button anymore. Yeah, I, fair enough. I um, liked how immediately off the rails we went, sorry, uh, when we had flat, we were walking away from, I can't even remember where we were going, coming from, uh, and we bumped into the, the Revenant who told us about Argus, Argus Bostolt or whatever he was saying, Argus Bostolt, and we immediately just veered, stopped what we were doing, and went, right, Right turn, straight here, straight through the swamp. <laughs> Worst, like, bad place to go. We're like, yeah, la di da di da This guy's <laughs> called Vlad. We have to investigate this immediately. 
Yeah, you met a ghost there who was standing around near some goats. goats. Yeah, and the goats were great as did well. Did he give you a quest? Uh, yeah, he asked me to kill Strad. So oh, kudos. Right, okay. Did that one as well. Without he did even do trying. that one, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so there was also retrieving the skull, which you mm. I assume you would have done afterwards, but it didn't really matter afterwards. Yeah. It didn't help your campaign. It matters for them. But um... um yeah, the Vistani, uh, I assumed, would have been... Um, less than friendly to me had i gone back to them uh yeah yeah probably because they they had or like someone had come to warn you about that already yeah um, i'm to see uh, that's true the uh the uncle or the dad i forget which and yeah then the the other guy had turned up because uh yeah the brothers vector had still put a bounty out on me i've forgotten all about that as well my goodness <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah aside from that i think you did most things um, mm. You didn't do the. Uh, you didn't get um, Blinksy's toy. Uh, but he's, oh, that's the uh, well because he somehow wound up with that anyway. How did he get it? Uh, it just came out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I stopped and trusting me... Blinksy at that point because I he was he the guy who gave me the umbrella. He was he was like my top one of my top NPCs, yeah, and I was he... like, he's got the toy. He must be working for Strad because Strad had the toy. <laughs> now I cannot trust Blinksy. Well, I think it might have been something like uh, Isaac found it when he was off on his own little travels. Oh, like right. Oh, I yeah. didn't I didn't really think about coming up with a reason because it was more just to say, like, here's a quest that you have ignored. So now mm. it's done. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, uh, like, um, yeah, like not everyone's waiting around with, for you sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I like that. I I like, it's uh, more of a, a a live world. You feel like stuff's happening without you. Yeah, but also if I if I had to have come up with something, I was I would have done, but I didn't think I ever had to yeah. come up with a reason. So I thought it's fine. That's <laughs> one of the reasons when I was escaping Valaki, I didn't try and escape through uh, Blinksy's <laughs> shop, which I knew <laughs> there was a secret passage. Yeah, because yeah. I thought he's working for Strad now. I can't go that way. <laughs> You didn't really articulate this very much. No, it was just, you just uh, thought it to yourself. Well, a logical you. leap I made in my own brain and then didn't mention it out loud. <laughs> He's got what he wants. Only Strad mm. could have done this. And again, followed up on that same location. As we were kiting away, you said, do you want to peek over the wall and see what's happening? And I said, I do, but Ichabod doesn't. One of the few times Ichabod and I disagreed. Mm. Uh, so we kept, because Ichabod was done with Valaki, he was just getting out of there. What would he have seen if he'd peeked over? Um, I can't remember. I think I was just trying to tempt you to like pop your head up. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I'm glad I didn't fall for it then. <laughs> just to see if they saw you or something yeah. like that. And then you'd have had to make a stealth check. And yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I don't, I can't remember. It probably would have just been them, uh, like rounding guards. everyone up or yeah. whatever. So nothing, nothing major. Um, okay, cool. All right. Well, let's leave it there. Um, do you want to say anything to your Elliot pals? Yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I, we'll think of a better ver- name than Elliot pals. Well, one hundred sessions later, Elliot pals. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what um, your character's name is before. That's we, uh, true. That's true. Uh, so, uh, for the last time, all my Ica buddies and Vladdy daddies, uh, please tune in next week. Uh, we got a special one shots. Uh, I was planning to, uh, I'm going to tell you, I was planning to do a shadow run one shots yeah, again, cool. coming back to the using different uh, RPG systems. Nice. I'll still be Hunter Huntsman in some way or another. <laughs> Probably. We'll see. 
All right. Thanks mm -hmm. very much, everybody. Bye. Bye.